0: Hey, this week's episode of Get the Know-How with Grant Giovanna is brought to you by our regular sponsor, Zenith Wealth, zenithwealth.com.au, Tasmania's leading financial planning firm. Gee, wouldn't you agree?
1: I would, but you almost forgot your words then. Oh, I almost forgot gonna, my words. Like, I stumped words. at them. You I did, but you did a really good job. So. Well, I thank
0: you. I'm going to make the effort today to be more pronunciated with my... Questions?
1: <laughs> Very good. I'm going to be really interested to hear so how you I'm, go I'm with this. So
0: easing off the red wine today because I I found that at the end of uh, last week's episode I was uh, a little bit, you not from being bit. intoxicated, but just um, just a little bit too relaxed. So zenithwealth.com.au, great sponsors of the show, surprise, uh, suppliers of this wonderful equipment that we have. And uh, today's going to be a great show. So, Joe, let's not stuff around. Let's uh, let's get straight into let's it. Get it, started. it. Let's get it started.
1: Hey, G. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing, Grant? Can I just say, before we get started, now I know the people out there can't see, but you are looking pretty smart today. Why, thank you. I know, that's okay. Thank you. normally we're in our hoodies and... Things oh, no, like that, but you're no, in a suit I'm, and tie. I'm actually,
0: I'm actually dressed for work today, so which is really, really good. It's um,
1: oh, so very impressive, and I don't know what you're doing to the music there. I know, no, I'm um, going to
0: turn it off because it's being stupid. It
1: is being stupid, isn't yeah, it? It's playing it up is, today. It is, but it you is. do look very smart, and I'm very, very impressed. You've dressed up.
0: Yeah, no, thank you, thank you. Wearing a three-piece uh, tailored. Um, big shout out to John McCoy. I know he's a listener to the show, and he. Hi, uh, John. How you doing?
1: Thanks dro- for tuning John, in.
0: Johnny drives down, gets the old measuring tape out, and uh, I'm a little bit scared. What to does he get- do
1: with the? Measuring tape, you've got me a little bit worried. Now. Oh,
0: you know, measure me oh, to arms, make sure okay. it fits perfectly. The arms, the chest, am <laughs> the waist. Brilliant. I'm a I'm okay. little bit. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about getting Johnny back. Now, I did say to Johnny, "New Year, new suit," but, but. But I'm a bit worried that uh, he, he might be disappointed. With the, the the waist might have to come out a little <laughs> bit in the measurement. So Look, uh, you just blame COVID. Blame COVID. I know. COVID. I know. I'm sure it's a common yep. problem. So I'm going to get out in the the gym and get myself uh, working again because uh, he does a good job and uh, he's a great well, that's man. A very smart, nah, nah, so well smart, done. Smartest dressed man. How was your weekend? Well, my weekend was great. You know why?
1: Why? It's
0: because I slashed two acres of. Land.
1: Wow, well done. Up at my the new property. Block. Yes, beautiful. yes. So
0: it was really good. And it was a beautiful weekend to sit out and uh, have a look right out to uh, Cape Barron Island and watch a couple of boats come out of the uh, low head, the river. And I uh, was pretty happy with that. So well, actually, I didn't slash it. I got my friend Brent Gillard.
1: I was going to say, surely Brent did the slashing. Yeah, Brent on did his the
0: And he's slasher. And, slasher. Yep. and uh, what a champion. You know, he drove his tractor across from Leith.
1: He's a legend. <laughs> all from all
0: Leith. the way to my block. Um, which is amazing um, to to You're slash Big
1: and then drove it.
0: back again and I just thought that was amazing but it looks looks sweet so, so apart, good apart from that on the weekend I went to the uh, uh, local uh, uh, steakhouse here for uh, my son's fifteenth birthday
1: wonderful Big happy birthday yeah, Jacob couldn't well believe
0: done. it I know I know but uh, yeah and and really apart from that not a great deal else happened just relaxing um, trying to catch up on some sleep. Beautiful.
1: We all need our sleep.
0: Yeah. How did you go?
1: I did well. I had the uh, poker run on Saturday morning. So yes. we had the Make-A-Wish poker run. Now, that was a record. Run. That was huge. So we raised $20,000 for mm. Make-A-Wish, which was awesome. So we had, I think, over about 230 riders, which was Goodness brilliant, mate. left from the South Burnley Yacht Club. And then on Sunday, we had the Devonport Regatta, and I ran the Fashion on the Mersey, of course. So emceeing over there. We emceeing. had Bonnie from Home and Away, and it was great. Now, had a really I, great day.
0: Bonnie from Home and Away, she is Her name
1: was Ricky. in Home and Away. Is she a
0: mother of twin girls?
1: Couldn't tell you that.
0: No, no, no. There was one of them, and I'm not sure if it was Bonnie off Home and Away or someone off Neighbours, but they are a Tasmanian girl, and they gave birth to twins.
1: Well, she's Tasmanian.
2: I'm not sure. And their
0: twins was in um, ICU. Her twins were in ICU with with one of mine
2: oh, down okay. in Hobart.
0: And, um, you know, I said the, the girl looked, you know, fairly familiar to me, but I had no idea who she was because I don't watch those programs. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't you? I, I don't it. watch home I, I either. I don't it. tell Bonnie that, though. Sorry, yeah, no, Bonnie, no, no. Sorry, Bonnie,
0: if you're listening, <laughs> and hello, Bonnie. Um, I did say to uh, to uh, a couple of people that uh, the new idea were there to take photos and everything else, but I thought it was for me, but it wasn't. Well, it should have been for you. It should have been. Yeah.
1: Um, you were going to say something then, but we've got like another person with us today. Oh, I know. Haven't we? we? And have. I'm really excited, so I just think we should bring him in oh, well, I think as we a should. co-announcer. We've got a
0: co-co-host yeah. today. co-co-host. So I'm just going to quickly introduce you, G, to Nick, Nick Minton. Now, Nick. Nick's very familiar with our sponsor, Zenith Wealth, because uh, Nick uh, works alongside Zenith Wealth, and uh, Nick's come over from Melbourne
1: I know. Today. I'm excited because I, I looked up Nick on LinkedIn sent him a request and he, and he answered back. So he's I've got another friend which I'm really excited about. Isn't that fantastic? So And now he's sitting next to me. So I know, I'm he's stuck. a handsome young man too. Very handsome young
3: yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. Nick, how are you? Gee Grant,
0: thanks for having me along. Love what you're doing here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And so thanks. Nick, uh, just a uh, 30 second uh, explanation of you and what you do.
3: Yeah, look, uh, I live in Melbourne. I'm 29. I'm a, a sales professional selling an investment platform but but very passionate about financial education, and I, I think that actually ties well into our guests tonight about what they're doing. You know, helping people. You know, uplift what they're doing. That's fantastic. And assisting them. And I think you know we should we should all pay it forward in, in some way or another. I love Ab- it. Absolutely. you to be a
1: great co-host. I'm excited. Oh, I'm we so might, might have to get you here every Monday night. Can, Can you arrange ra- that? Can you fly over? Just fly over.
3: I think there's a few seats
0: on Qantas at the moment. I
1: think there is a few yeah, seats. Now let me tell you. Eh?
0: I, I tell you, Nick is always welcome because Nick provided the wine.
1: You are always welcome to our vicinity, but I do prefer white over red, so if ever you get a chance, feel free to bring a white. Noted for future. Okay.
0: Now, um, before we introduce our, our other guests.
1: Yes, um, you said that really
0: Deeply. Yeah, I did. I right. did. I was just thinking of another former guest of our show, Jackie Lambie. Jackie,
1: now and I was with Jackie yesterday. Yeah, were. Was Jackie yes. judging as well? She was, and Jackie's just turned fifty. So a big shout out, her oh, happy birthday, happy Jackie! Birthday, Jackie, yes, she did an amazing job helping me with the fashion on the yeah yesterday. I, so, I so, saw um, her in the uh, mm. the newspaper or on the social she looks media feed. She, she did so. look smart. She looked very smart, so yep. Jackie's certainly been a guest on here, and we'll she'll come back any time when we're ready for her, because she, I'll tell you what, she was a great guest.
0: Oh, she was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, a lot of fun. She was a lot of fun. Yep.
0: We've been very fortunate, Nick, to have some good people come on board, and uh so people from all walks of life, and we've had people dial in from overseas. We had the love expert from uh, San Diego, which we was amazing. Did.
1: We did. We um, We've had. I haven't done the thing yet, so I need no, to get, no, get cracking on
0: that. We've had the the Canadian disruptors. Uh, how to disruptors. Find love in how
1: many days? Was it one hundred and twenty days? One hundred and twenty days. Mate.
0: Yeah, and we've still got to book that. Um, Online karaoke date with the two yes. Canadian guys, yeah, which will be do. hilarious. We do, and we've had some some Australians and uh, you know some well known, some not so well known, but people that have done uh, extraordinary things. That's the whole theme of the show: ordinary people that do extraordinary uh, things. And I think our next guest is one of those one of those people. So you can't see what we're doing here, folks, but um, we actually have two guests in the studio today, apart from Nick. And uh, being super organised that we are, we only have one guest microphone.
1: I know, because that's how, that's how talented we are. But the more sponsors but, we get, you know, the more so microphones that, exactly, we can Exactly,
0: exactly. So um, <laughs> we, we might hear a little bit of background noise as people are shuffling around. But um, today we've got Kent Stone and Nathan Hughes who have joined us. And they're both part of uh, Safe Space now, I'm going to let them uh, talk to you a little bit about Safe Space and what it does and, and we'll have a really good chat to them about that. It's, uh, I guess it's been somewhat slightly controversial. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and we'll get to the, the reasons of that as we continue on in our discussions, but um, it is an amazing organisation that I believe are doing an amazing things. So, uh, without further ado, let's welcome our good friend, Nathan.
1: Here we go. Oh, I'll tell you what, the audience in here are going crazy, aren't they? They're clapping so give, loudly. We
0: didn't give Nick We
1: didn't give Nick... Uh, Nick's uh, our co-host and we didn't give him a round of applause. That so one's for you, Nick. Yep.
4: Nathan, how are you? I'm very good, thanks, Hi, Nathan. mate. Round of how applause, you doing? Uh, yes. great introduction there, mate.
1: Absolutely. Normally you get the crickets and things like that, but you've got the round of applause, which is really uh, good. You're the, up, you're good. Up good. You're market. You're
4: market. Yep. How are Appreciate you? It? Yeah, good mate. Good, really, you looking, really looking well? Yeah, thank you. And the uh, three-piece
0: suit, mate. i oh, think you, you dressed up for me today. Oh, I did, dressed up for you, mate. All I need is th- to to take those glasses off your uh, and put on myself, and I'd, I'd almost look semi-intelligent today. <laughs>
1: yeah, you would too. that's a stretch. I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> but it's great to have you here and welcome. So, uh, yeah, tell us a bit about, I guess what. Well, I know what safe space is, but for those that don't know, give it a shout.
4: Yeah. Okay. So safe. Safe Space uh, basically in a nutshell uh, was a program that uh, started in Hobart probably about 18 months ago now. Uh, originally, it started as a night space, so just tackling the problem of helping people that were suffering primary homelessness, uh, sleeping rough, uh, to get out of the uh, acclimate weather and uh, into a, a shelter. So that's where it started. Uh, how it started um, was just through funding, and that was uh, you know through the the city mission uh, down in Hobart, and also uh, Don McRae uh, had a, a big to do with that and he's uh, with Salvation Army as well. So they did uh, some personal funding or some uh, charitable funding uh, to get that up and running and then uh, through the model and the success of that model, the night space, that was extended to uh, what we call the safe space now. So that's a 24-hour, a uh, seven-day-a-week wraparound service and they've been running uh, I think for the last sort of 15 months as that service. Um, and because of the se- success of that, they rolled that out into Launceston and then uh, the final piece was Bernie uh, here on the Northwest okay, Coast. So it's exclusive
0: to Tasmania.
4: Uh, it is yeah in the, in the format that it is, uh, it is exclusive to Tasmania. So it is a developing program as well. So any any chance that we can to uh, to facilitate better change, better outcomes for our for our guests uh, is is something that's uh, you know accepted and uh, you know definitely something that that I strive for is to improve what we do. Uh, not just for the the guests and the outcomes, but also for uh, the community that, that we're a part of as well. So, really trying to engage in the community, let them know uh, exactly what it is that we're doing, and that's that's why we're here today. a part of it. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been uh, been an interesting six months. That's now,
0: for sure. Nathan. Now, you're originally a West Coast boy, right? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, uh, from West Rose- Coast, Tasmania, Rosebery, and
1: oh, good old Rosebery. Yeah, working Rosebery. Did really. Rosebery High School.
0: You know, I've driven through it many times. Yep. I school. get to the start and I keep going until I get to the end. <gasps> Grant. They, no, they do no. have a
1: good bakery there as well, actually, I must say. They do. Yes. Their pies are okay. Yeah, I don't eat pies, but the rest of the food's good. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah not bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um,
1: totally irrelevant to what we're talking anyway, about, Nathan, but that's what we do.
0: you're born and bred on the West Coast. You did spend some time serving in our country's forces. Uh, I think you were uh, a Navy boy, is that right? Uh,
4: not quite. Not quite? No, so uh, at the… He right, just made that up, didn't right he? Right by age of uh, 18, oh. uh, I… Uh, it's one of the three. …entered the Air Force uh, as an Air Force. aircraft technician or aircraft mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, served uh, you yeah, a little over six years. Uh, wow, that's out, awesome. Based in uh, Adelaide.
0: Good. And then most recently, before um, you yeah. got involved with SoSpace, you were in real estate. That's great. So as a self-employed real estate uh, agent, you run an agency, you're a licensed even agent.
4: Uh, I, I wasn't the one that you held the license. You didn't that hold was, the license? Uh, one of my business partners, but, but uh, yeah, it was an equal partnership between the three of us. Yep. Uh, with the local business, uh, yeah, that's been running now since 2014, still operating. And I imagine
0: with the way property's going uh, right at this very moment, doing quite well hundred uh,
4: percent. Yeah, look, I, I think all the agents, uh, you know, in Tasmania. I, I was watching a report earlier today. Uh, this is on national level. I think uh, you know house prices have increased in February alone two point two percent. So, uh, given the last did six years, amazing, growth, isn't it? Yeah. Did you,
0: do you ever look back and think I uh, just maybe got my timing wrong on the exit? No, not at all. Not at all.
4: You know, with real estate, it's it swings and roundabouts, mate. You're yep. always going to get the peaks and, yep. and then the lulls. Um, look, the time that I spent uh, with that that company. Uh, creating it, uh, being part of it, uh, meeting some great people, had some great employees and uh, business partners. Uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. Good work, uh, good work. Me, but for me, it was uh, it was time for a change. Time for
0: a change. So Time for a challenge. A challenge and a change, change and challenge. How did you get involved with Sape Space?
4: Yeah, look, it was a little bit fortuitous, actually. I, uh, I really didn't have a plan, uh, apart from I knew I needed to change and I knew, needed to challenge. Um, I had been looking around. I, I had seen a lot of opportunities popping up with the Salvation Army, and uh, I I did see this one a couple of probably a week or so before I applied for it. Um, but the more I read into it, the more it really I, I gravitated to, towards this role. I figured with my experience uh, not only in the military, but then also uh, in the in the mining sector, which, which I worked you know, on and off for seven, ten years as well, uh, and then management as well of people. Uh, but also property management as well. So there's a bit of a correlation between uh, putting people in, into housing um, in regards to private homes, uh, but then also dealing with, the, I guess, the legal side of that as well uh, in what we do. So obviously our, our, our primary goal is to facilitate uh, shelter and food uh, for the night or however long it may be, but our number one focus really is to get them housing ready um, and get them into permanent housing or a permanent living situation. So. And they're,
1: they're um, the, where you've got them, the safe space, is at the Sal- Salvation Army base in Wilson Street? Uh, 103 Wilson Street. 103 yeah. Wilson, yep. So it's in the CBD. Now there's been obviously a, a bit of conflict with that, in the, I guess, a few months ago or whatever. Has that settled down a little bit?
4: Yeah, 100%. Uh, it really has. I mean, you're, you're always going to get... Uh, I guess people that uh, you yeah, have a, a very strong opinion uh, in regards to this this type of program and service, um, but I welcome any of those people that have a strong opinion to come out and come down and actually uh, come and talk to the staff, talk to me, uh, visit visit the space, uh, so we can give them a really good rundown of, of what the actual daily life is like yeah, for a guest. So, yeah. in, in simple
0: in yep. simple terms, you're dealing with homeless people. Yeah, that's correct. And, yeah. and you're providing a opportunity, a place, a safe space for homeless people to reside for the evening um, or for as long as they need but getting them, transitioning them ready to get into public housing of which in Tasmania uh, the waiting list as I understand is is quite long.
4: Yeah look it can be quite long um, but uh, people that are experiencing uh, primary homelessness uh, they are a priority. Um, so we not only engage them with uh, you know people from Housing Connect, Housing Choices, uh, front door teams, um, but all the other services. So even though a person may be on the list and have, have been for quite some time, they may need some other things that ne- they need help with uh, prior to actually going into housing to make sure that it's going to work long term. So that's what we're there for. You know, our program is, is very unique and specific to Tasmania and uh, obviously we're we as we go, we are developing it even more to make sure our outcomes are, are, are even greater than what they have been. Um, looking at some of the stats that we had today... Um, or at least up until Christmas and, and what, it, what it took to council prior to that, and I'll, I'll get back to your question, Giovanna, in one second, in regards to some of the, the public issues, um, is that over 35% of the people that have walked through our door, uh, we have successfully got into long-term living situations. Isn't that wonderful? That's a so,
1: great response. Yeah, look, yeah it, great and outcome.
4: And it's not just uh, public housing. It, it can be private. Uh, but it also can be uh, getting somebody into a situation where it could be a, a shared house just with a, a couple of people. But still that's getting them off the streets and into um, a different situation. So um, one that's uh, a lot better than what they're coming from right now.
0: Fantastic.
1: Is there a time frame for the amount of time they can stay with you or is it just sort of ongoing until you find them housing?
4: Um, it's open-ended um, so we, we don't Good. put a time frame on it obviously we want a, any guest that is joining the program or coming to the safe space to engage uh, and that's engaging in the things that are going to proactively make their life better um, if there's no engagement it obviously makes our job much harder and it limits their their options to actually you know get a successful outcome but it doesn't mean that we're going to uh, to, to not keep working hard mm. and even after the fact once they're, they're, they're housed, uh, we now can continue that service with uh, Mr. Kent Stone, who's joining us today. Yes, Kent's also on the couch, our, isn't he? Our, our
1: newest. Well, our couches worker. are full. They are. That never happens.
4: No,
0: no, it doesn't. <laughs> this you doesn't notice, happen. No, I like this. You notice they're us. tidy as well because I took everything that was yes, because the, the couches tidy. have been a bookcase. They um, have, yeah,
1: but that's okay. Anyway, that's
0: okay. Um, homelessness is a big issue, and it's a growing issue in Australia. I agree. Uh, My experiences with homelessness is is fairly limiting, really. Um, I've travelled a lot and I've seen a lot of homelessness, particularly uh, US, I've travelled through the United States. Um, And I know that there's, uh, say for instance, like uh, San Francisco as an example, there's the homelessness there is just out of control and they don't have the same level of uh, government support in, in the US that we do here in Australia. So I think that, once you fall into that cycle of homelessness in the United States, that there's probably not much chance of of escaping that. You're, not really, you're there for especially life.
1: not somewhere in the United States.
0: No, I can I can remember I was in San Fran and there was this, um, this great guy. I'd, he was always outside my hotel, um, you know, I guess asking for money. And he was a pretty unique chap. He, I remember him. He was um, he was of um, an African American guy, and uh, he tells
1: the best stories. Grant, you just got to go. Rather with it. scruffy, <laughs> rather
0: scruffy, being homelessness, as you'd expect. Yeah. Um, but he had one eye that was all white.
1: Ooh, so that's weird. That was real Mongolite. He Probably had something. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like I don't know. But I used to talk to him every day. Every morning I'd come out and I'd flick him twenty. God and bless you. yeah, well, he was just he was really nice, and he's real grateful. And then one day, I said, "I oh, Why don't you come and join me for a feed?" So. Underneath my hotel, attached to the hotel, there was a, a bar and cafe, so we wandered in there. And all of a sudden, hotel security come in, and they you know, bow and get out, get out. And I said, "Oi, I'm a guest here, and he's with me. He said, well, you can get out too. Wow, and That's how they were treated. they Yeah, no, dead set. So I was like, yeah, well, have another 20, go and get some Maccas. Um, but that, but homeless people were, were everywhere yeah, over there. They are probably seated all the time in those places. Yeah, but, and... Yep. Um, a lot of ex-servicemen too, which is really, really sad and, and caused by mental health, I guess, as a, you know, post-traumatic stress syndrome.
1: Well, I had two of uh, them pitch up a tent in my, at my house last week at the end of my driveway, remember? Now, I did some investigating on that. Yes, I, for, there were people in there. Was there? Yes, my neighbour said to me, I was like, yes, she saw them put up the tent, a male and a female, and oh. they decided that's where they might sleep for the night at the end of my driveway. I was well, like, oh, I They left that. the tent? They left the tent. Yeah. Yeah, but the tent's not there now. No, no, it was in the wheelie bin. It's in the wheelie bin. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. But, Got you know, track. like it was, um, yeah, it was totally off track.
0: But homelessness is, is really, it's it's a big thing. And I think it's starting to permeate more and more through our community as well. And certainly when you go to Melbourne. Yeah. You see it.
4: Yeah, 100%. Mm. I'm, it's I'm. It's been around for a very long time, man. Uh, if you look at the uh, the last census that was done, I think twenty sixteen I would be correct there, Jibana. Yeah,
1: that you are, and I think there's one just recently. Yep, very yep, recently. So, so
4: yeah. Yep. So 2021's uh, census is, is going to be uh, starkly different to, to that census. That uh, I was started. Muslim
0: in that in uh, that census. Oh, now you get to pick your religion. <laughs>
1: what? What? Every every, oh, every year, you pick show. A, every
0: time, I pick a different
4: one for fun.
1: I need my other co host back. <laughs> Come back. In all honesty, we need if, more if, microphones. If Sorry. I could, if I could
4: change one <laughs> thing, um, I guess one perception, or, or at least one thing that uh, I guess identifies somebody as homeless, is the actual word um, homelessness. Yes, you know, or a homeless person. Um, it really does conjure up a lot of different things for a lot of different people, and I prefer to use you know somebody or or a person without housing. Yep. Um, if you start saying or using terminology as a person without housing. Uh, all those things, all those, uh, I guess, perceptions that maybe in the back of your mind start to actually go away, and then you might start asking a few more questions as to why did this, why does this person not have housing at the moment? Mm-hmm. And it could that really is
1: actually one of the best things I've heard. It isn't, it, isn't it funny mm-hmm. when you say the word homelessness, you do get all those thoughts. And then a person without a home is totally different. 100%. Now,
4: yeah, well, that's I guess yeah, a, a lot of people, especially in our local community, they probably have thoughts on why certain people are homeless, and, uh, and they probably would be wrong. Um, the big majority, and, and obviously we collect st- stats and data for, for the government also for our own purposes, but 55% of the people that have been through our door are through relationship breakdowns. Not for the reasons that a lot of people that other would people contribute. think. Yeah, yep. the other two things, obviously, uh, you know, mental health and AOD issues, yes, uh, are only a very small percent of Al- alcohol, alcohol drugs. drugs. Yeah, yeah, alcohol and yeah. other drugs are only a, a very small piece of that pie that make up the whole entirety of of what. Uh, people that, uh, and that probably needs to get out been. there
1: a little bit more, doesn't it? Which is which is good why you're here. So, 100%. you know that people don't just think it, it is for alcohol and other drugs. That there are so many other reasons why people are without homes. Well,
0: I guess you know, Nathan. To be fair, we, you know, people's perception of the truth is what they read on social media, um, and uh, ignorance. In a lot of respect, there's nothing wrong with ignorance. I'm, you know but they're making decisions based on without the fact. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. Um, but there is absolutely, uh, I guess, um, no doubt that there was some hysteria, if you like, raised through the community, uh, social media, um, incidents of, um, you know, uh, some people deemed to be uh, residents of, or, or guests at your um, facility that may have committed some, some crime in town, such as, um, you know, assault. I think there was an incident where uh, allegedly a 82-year-old lady was assaulted, and uh, that was certainly... And I believe that to be true, and it was posted on social media. Um, there's been incidents of people, I guess, acting in a... a a way that's not desirable with how we should be acting, um, you know, urinating in the street or abusing people and yelling. And again, these instances have been pushed through the local community, and and I know that um, you know that there's been a bit of a, I guess, a verbal uprising, if you like, from some people to say to the council and others, "You got to do something about this." How, how do you feel about that? And how do you respond to that? Were they your people um, or, you know, it, are people's fears warranted?
4: Um, I, th- I think the community have 100% reason to, to ask more questions. You know, I've yep. asked as a program where we're new, we've been here for six months, yep. um, but without that dialogue, uh, we're really not going to come to any sort of understanding. Now, obviously, I, I was fully aware of some of the social media uh, posts that were out there at the time. This is prior to Christmas. Um, and, look, we, we address that. We address that with council. Good. Uh, we also address that on our own uh, social media platform to invite anybody that had any serious questions to come down, visit us, and get the real insight on what it is that we're dealing with. Uh, we're dealing with uh, you know people without housing, um, not the entirety of the homeless population in Burnie. What a lot of people don't understand is that there are a lot of people that are sleeping rough that have never engaged in our services
1: there and are there are lots
4: yep look and unfortunately yeah. there also are a lot of people that uh you know go outside the bounds of the law uh in in a cr- criminal capacity and uh, they also have not been part of our program either now i'm not going to sit here and say 100 percent that none of our guests have ever uh, stepped over that line uh, that would be false however uh, we are very strict uh, on the rules of the safe space uh, ...and on site as well. Uh, we have a very good relationship with uh, the Burnie Police Department. Um, you know, we just had a meeting last week, Kent and I... Uh, ...just to, to keep those lines of communication open. Uh, prior to Christmas, uh, I, I did sit with the council... Uh, ...the GM, new GM and uh, the Mayor and quite a few council members... ...so Simon Overland and uh, Teeny Brumby uh, and a few others... Uh, Alvin Boyd and uh, Ken Dorsey were there as well, so and a few others. If I've forgotten, I, I do apologise. But
1: uh, <laughs> there's a few of us. What
4: <laughs> a lot of those concerns were raised, and uh, and when we spoke about uh, certain certain things, um, then a lot of that was uh, a lot of those misconceptions, misinformation were, were really clarified for them as well, and uh, a lot of a lot of hearts and minds were changed that day uh, in regards to what we do, how we're doing it, uh, and why we're doing it, and the outcomes. Uh, that we're achieving as well you know the, they're not just the people that uh, people see are doing the wrong thing obviously it's easier now and I'm not pointing the, the finger at anybody for for doing this but uh, look it, it's easier now because we are there we're in town um, if somebody seemed to be doing the wrong thing it's easy to say well you know there, there's a space now they're potentially from that space um, so it's 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 probably an association thing and that's okay. We'll live that with that because the people that we have in on a daily basis, we know that you know they're cared for, they're in a safe space and they're getting the help they need and hopefully you know, in three weeks' time, three months' time, they'll be permanently housed and that's one less person that the members of our community will have to worry about when they walk down the street. So yep. I actually see it in the inverse where a lot of people say, you know, it would be easier if they're out the back of Ridgely somewhere but they wouldn't have the services available to them. That's exactly right. To help they wouldn't
1: them. I think they need to be they need to be here 100%. to get those services. And it's, you know, people like yourselves that just, you know, give them hope, I guess, and that's what it's all about. And, you know, it's as you were saying, like, yeah, there might be things that are happening in town, but you know, there's a lot of people that, that do the wrong things in town that are nowhere near associated with, with your service. So, you know, I think it's just people getting the wrong idea. But where would these people be without a service like Safe Space? No,
0: correct. Well, so Jean and I often have said on the previous episodes that um, once it's on social media, it's the truth. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and, and, and as a society we're very quick to react to headlines and very quick to have an opinion. It's almost like a race to have the opinion first. And and we do that, you know, we re- react to headlines, we don't read the full article. And, and as with anything in, in today's um, world, in, in this town or, or worldwide, um, you know, the information's there, but you've got to look at the, the full information before you make a comment. So... Look, and,
4: and that's that's always going to be the nature of the
0: beast. It's the nature media. of the beast. And it's, been, it, it's made worse by social media, of course.
4: Yeah, look, and it's it's just our job, though, uh, to, to do things uh, like this with you lovely people and, and meet with We the are council. lovely, yes. Um, so we're meeting with the council <laughs> again uh, on Friday at, at 1 mm. o'clock. Yes, Good. I'm um, coming
1: to that meeting, actually, yep, so I'll be there. So yep.
4: that really is uh, basically what w- what we're doing there is uh, we're be bringing Don and Annie uh, from Hobart. So Don McRae, he's one of the founders of Safe Space. Lovely
1: man as well. Yep, really had a nice huge brother.
4: input into to how it was created. He's a salvo. He is a Salvation Army. He's a very one. good man. Yep. Absolutely. Yep.
0: You remember the Salvation Army guy, the old guy that used to oh go around God, the nightclub and yes. rattle his tin and he used to, used to, to put to the put your corns in
1: there. Yeah. And he had a limp.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <I> he's just <laughs> I don't like. Know why I thought
4: of
1: that, but he had a limp. Two
4: o'clock in the morning, and he's yes I in always the local gave nightclub. Him money. Yeah, I did too. Yes. Yeah, my father thought it what was, was uh, hilarious when I first got this job. He asked me, "Do do I?" Automatically get the hat and the and tee yeah. yeah
1: He was the cutest man ever He was nice Yeah
4: He was
0: a
1: nice man I always Day or night Whatever day of the week it was He was out there with this little thing And yeah. up to the nightclub And Yeah,
5: yeah It was great It was great yep. he, he did that for years yeah, he did. Friday, yeah Saturday night Burning. It was amazing yeah. All the pubs All the pubs Went everywhere well. Yeah Now we've
0: got morning.
1: more guests in the studio too Haven't we Like the house is full
0: The house is full
1: Yeah It's good It's good Got wine We've got wine That's great Bring it on
0: no, uh, um and the house is full and and really we should um shortly have a chat to 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 you Kent and just get a bit of an out um understanding of what your role is there because Nathan you're the coordinator of safe space and you're the manager and then uh, uh, Kent is uh, got the role of what's called an assertive outreach worker so I'd like to hear a little bit about that as well but look um just for the record and for the public of Bernie that listen to this and and we got we do have listeners in canada you know and and japan and you're moving on that right. and, and we the united are quite states well known, yeah, right. Right. and Watch melbourne out. of course with melbourne. nicks nicks flying all the way over here just to yes, be here today that's correct um uh, but
1: <laughs> nothing to do with work at all um Not just at all. to be with us but absolutely
0: but there are a lot of locals that that listen to it to us and um, what uh, what would you say would you encourage them to come
4: in and and, and speak to you hundred um, percent what I would say is that uh, I guess when when any program starts or any business um, initiative probably was the best word not not program um, this isn't just an initiative this is a program you know it's where people can come and uh, you know get shelter but they enter into sort of an agreement with us that uh, not not written but just an understanding that you know this is day one of their new life in the fact that we will do everything as case managers and case workers uh, to assist them and facilitate um, doctor's appointments issues, uh, any issues that they may have, um, to get them to a point where they are housing ready and ready to, to get back into a, a, a normal part of life. But what I would say is that the Salvation Army you know, have entrusted me to, to get this up and running in Burnie, and I take that as a big honour and a privilege. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the people that I've met and uh, continue to meet have been absolutely amazing. Um, And, you know, it really does change your mindset once you actually sit down and get to know these people over a week, two weeks, two months. Um, It really is quite inspiring. But what I would say is that, um, just to finish up before Kent takes over, is that the Salvation Army and and Bernie Safe Space, especially myself, my staff, um, we are very, very proactive to to listen to the concerns of the community. Uh, We hear it. We understand it and we are doing something about it. We're not just um, opening up the doors, having people in and then out uh, without an outcome. Um, We're also looking at extending our service into the public to work with the council, to work with the community and the police to make sure that, some of these issues that you've just experienced, Giovanna, with somebody pitching a tent in your, in your front, yeah. front lawn—God bless them—you um, know, <laughs> have somebody to actually talk to. You know, you can call and say, "Look, Kent, do you want to come down and have a chat and see what's going on?" Um, we can do that now. Yeah, and, which is good because for
1: someone like me, that's quite a scary thing. <laughs> and this <You> know, yeah, <laughs> like having a tent yeah. in yard. And
4: this <laughs> was a reaction to some of that social media stuff. Mm. It's like, okay, well, yep. clearly there's some issues going on in the community that we're not seeing. Um, some of it was a misinformation. Some of it could have been correct, mm. but we need to get out there, like the salvos, and engage and mm. talk to the community, see what the concerns are, and do something. Do something about it, mm. and and that's what we plan to do. You know, we we want to make sure that the streets are safe here in Burnie. We want to make sure that somebody that's sleeping rough on the streets has yep. a place to go. That's exactly and right, and you know, that's so that's, important. That's just basic basic human dignity, really, and that's yeah, what we're providing. My word,
1: it is. Yeah,
0: you talked. Uh, you said just earlier. I, I grabbed hold of there. Was you said um, you you have a like con- a verbal contract with them? Um, is anyone? Ever like have you had to remove people from the program if they've broken that contract? Is, is that do you do that sort of thing?
4: Look, we we have an induction form that people sign that, that outlines yep. some some very sort of basic and, and strict rules. Mm-hmm. Um, if if a rule is broken, like any any program that you agree to go into, yep. and uh, even if you sign a lease agreement, you've got certain things that you need to do. Yep. Um, it's the same. So, look, we do have some exclusion periods depending on, the, I guess, the extent of, of what they've done. It's hard, especially as a coordinator, to say, look, you are homeless but you've just broken a rule. We we need to have guidelines and mm. set an example. Mm. So it could be, you know, just until 5 o'clock the next morning. Mm. Um, it could be for seven days depending on, you know, the severity. But we do have rules. It's not a free-for-all. Um, but at the end of the day, that's, that's really our last option yep. um, because we're there to help uh, not hinder and we, we, we won't give up on people so those those periods go for a certain amount of time depending on what it may be Yep. Uh, and then we sit down, facilitate a conversation, go back through it all again and then try again and that's all you can do
0: Wonderful, Nathan.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Thank Nathan. you for sharing thank that, you. With. Yeah. More than welcome. Thanks that's for having us. That's awesome. Attendance. Hopefully oh. that's changed people's minds and, well, you know, a it, bit because look, we um, need to understand what's going on. I think things
4: one thing that, uh, you know, I said, and, and I haven't said it before, it did come off the top of my head, so I thank you for pointing that out, but if people can really get away from that terminology of homeless people and just saying people without housing. Yeah, I'm going to change it already. I th- I I'm going to hmm. change
1: my, my wording as well. I think that's really important.
4: I think that will really change the perception. I mean, if, if everybody right now was honest with themselves and thought, how many family members or friends do I know that are living paycheck to paycheck and if they lost their jobs, you know, how many degrees away from being a person without a home are those?
2: Mm. Would they exactly then say right.
4: yep. they are homeless and then have mm. those same you know connotations in their mind of what homeless is? No, 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 that's a friend. They're, they're doing really well. They've got a great
0: job. I think, too, that the, the term homeless, I mean, is stereotypical typed a little bit through what you see in movies and things like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so we
1: need to change our yeah, way of thinking change and our that's our way a really good start. And
0: we need to be kind.
1: Absolutely. We love being kind. It's be kind. our thing.
0: Be kind. That is our yeah. thing. That's our message. Be kind. Yeah. That's great. If you can't
4: do anything, It's really be kind. simple. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's
1: really simple because we don't know what people are going through. We you, have no you guys idea. swap the headphones, yeah. and the microphone. Thank We've you, got Nathan. Can't wait to as well. We need to. We need an extra oh, no, tell you, I know. I'll take. He's oh, over there oh. drinking all the wine. He is. By the time we actually get him back on air,
0: he'll be right. He'll be he'll right. Be, he wants ready another ready glass. Go. He said, "You Maybe. know, um, <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story that, that happened to me. It was an encounter with a um, a person. Of a different kind. Or a person without housing. Um, an encounter with a person about housing It was when I had my um, one of my very first jobs when I was a young fella." And uh, was at a better electrical store. Well, You've had heard so many different no, things. I know, you know, crack me on? Know, I know. It, was, okay. it had this big tandem trailer there that we used to put all the empty cardboard boxes in and the rubbish. And then every week, being the junior delivery driver, I had to take it up to the tip. <laughs> so oh anyway, I'm, I'm, I've chucked a few bits in there and it was pretty full. I thought, oh, I'm going to have to put more in here. So I climbed up into the trailer and started jumping up and down really high and hard to try and squash it. And I heard this,
1: Ugh! Oh, because someone was sleeping in there. And
0: I pulled back the cardboard and there was a gentleman sleeping. Wow. Down asleep.
1: That's fantastic.
0: And I'm like, sorry, mate. Like, frightened me um, and obviously frightened him. He said, no, it's all right. And he got up and off he went.
1: And away he went. That's yeah. gold.
0: And so I took his bedroom for the night to the dump.
1: Oh, God bless you. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, that's anyway, just saying, that's and that was in Bernie. He's always got a story to tell, so we love your stories. That, that was
0: in Bernie, so love it. Um, homeless people just weren't created when Safe Space opened up. No, they that's They exactly actually right. existed before that, and that was 25, 30 years ago.
1: Can you remember the movie Lion? Did you watch that? Yeah, I didn't watch the movie. I don't movie, know if you guys have watched that. Very, I have. just reminded me of the boys, because they were young boys, but they were sleeping on the, you know, yeah. they had their pieces of cardboard and that's what kept them warm and everything yeah. at night because they had no parents. And so there's so many different reasons why people don't have houses. I've heard him and speak. And that was a true story. Yeah, yeah so I've heard him
0: speak. It was an incredible story. Yeah.
1: But anyway, that's, yeah. Hello, Kent. Hi, Kent. Hello, thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. We love it. So, Kent, you're love an,
0: you're an assertive outreach worker. So not a timid one. No, no, you're an assertive one. So tell me what an assertive outreach worker actually does, because I'm very interested in this.
5: So I guess people know what an outreach worker is. You know, there's somebody that can leave the service and go to an individual to provide support. My role uh, at the safe space um, means that I assertively, I proactively go out and try and engage people that are sleeping rough Mm -hmm. um, with the service. So that could be pre coming into the service or post uh, after they've gotten accommodation, and uh, you know conducting case management referrals, um, as well as getting the word out there to local government, the police, Tasports, different people that engage with homeless people, and they can call me, and I can go down and have a chat and see if they want some more help. Fantastic,
1: fantastic. Is that a, um, a confronting <laughs> job sometimes, or is it? Yeah, Due to the,
5: the evolution of the safe space has seen me come on board quite recently. So I'm about a month old. Um, so it's very much evolving. You've aged quick for a month old. He's aged very quick for <laughs> yeah. a month old.
1: Um, he's walking, talking. He's not in nappies, so we're... How do you know he's not in nappies? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm presuming that you're not. Know.
5: I'm not going to show you.
1: <laughs> no, don't, Jamie. Could get x rayed <laughs> But a very a difficult job. But I think also... Um, been. I've been obviously a youth counsellor for 16 years or something, so I guess and I know some of the work that I do is very confronting with, some, mm. with kids and, and, and sometimes family. So, you know, you're dealing with an older cohort, I guess. So it can be quite confronting and quite um, hard on the heart sometimes.
5: Definitely, definitely. But my previous roles uh, and my lived experience, I guess, with alcohol and other drug issues... Uh, sees me be able to relate well to people in that position. Makes Um, a
1: difference sometimes, doesn't it, when you've actually lived that experience. Mm. It's a lot more meaningful, I think.
5: Mm. I was never quite homeless, but pretty close to it. Uh, And on going to rehab myself, I found a job that I loved and kept me healthy and sober. And so I spent the last eight years in alcohol and other drug rehab. At a residential rehab facility. Well done, in by Evendale. the way. Well Thank done for you. coming through that. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And now this kind of uh, support for people doing it tough helps me stay balanced.
1: Yeah, absolutely. How cool is that?
5: That's unreal.
0: Do you, so, so, um, what was your? Can I ask? If do you mind talk? Is is it okay to Not talk? Is there any boundaries I here?
5: The, I open the door. Bring it on. Bring Alrighty. it on. Fantastic. Let's do it. So I'm what they would call or what was called a poly-substance abuser. It didn't really matter what it was.
1: Right, okay. Um,
5: I had a previous history in hospitality management mm-hmm. um, and as my career escalated in hospitality, so did my alcohol and other drug use. So
2: okay.
5: I'm a Bernie boy originally. Oh, really? But once I was um, finished Year 12 at Haley College and went to Drysdale to do hospitality management and then skipped the state for about 20 years. Yep. Uh, until yeah, I finally fell over and then went to rehab. Came back to Tassie to home and then found uh, good work at the residential rehab facility and have been looking for this kind of role in my hometown Fantastic. to come back to and help some people. That
1: that's one of the best stories I've heard. How,
5: how <laughs> so good? We 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 could have you for a podcast a on book. your own. Um,
1: I think we could too.
2: How did? What was the wake
0: up call for you like? You know, you speak like everyone has their moment when they've got an addiction and there's always that one event, whether it be a, a death or um, a near-death experience for themselves or... Exactly. That's, you know, what that, what, what that was yours.
5: Yeah, so when I returned home, uh, lost a few jobs from drinking and whatever you, ended up in a low-income men's accommodation in Burnie, which I think was full of probably alcohol and other drug substance users. And I was just drinking myself to death. Was that an
0: alien crescent there on the corner? It was, it was, In the Red
5: Flats. Yes, yes. Um, I would start to withdraw and have panic-type withdrawal seizures and call an ambulance on myself about six or seven times until a nurse in emergency gave me some information on Serenity House, which is uh, located in Sulphur Creek at the moment. Yes. but, But they are... Moving to larger premises? Right? Are they?
1: Mm. They are. Yep.
5: In town here in Burnie, or mm-hmm.
0: mm.
1: yep. So just out of town. I know the one. Yep. Mm.
5: So that, that, then I went off yep. on my rehab journey, and it's uh, had me. You know, I did the full program at a nine-month residential wow. program, uh, and then decided that yes, that was the work that I was kind of looking for. Mm. Um, doing the program program reconnected myself with my values. And so, helping others has been a really big um, part of me recovering.
0: Once you understand your values, your decision making is clear.
1: Mm. That's amazing because you can actually, like, I know just in, in, in my role as a youth worker, it's um, you know, you, you talk to the kids and, and you can relate to them, but I had a, a wonderful childhood and, and, and never had any addictions or things like that. So, I don't really understand, you know, when That's they talk to you about domestic violence or things like that because mm. I never had it. I think it does make a big difference when you've lived something and you're able to understand. Would that I've, be right? You've
0: got that natural empathy because you can put yourself in their shoes or already sorry. because you've been in their shoes. Yeah.
5: That's right. And it breaks down the barriers almost immediately. So, my work at the, the residential rehabilitation sees me doing a lot of the same things at the safe space. You know, we're dealing with underlying trauma, uh, as Nathan mentioned, relationship breakdown, mental health issues. Alcohol and other drug issues, housing yep. in Tasmania, um, and yeah, just trying to holistically get people's lives back together.
0: Wow. So I almost feel bad now for having a, a wine in front of you. <laughs> yeah. No, see, I'm being yeah, serious. No, I'm like uh, being 100% yeah. honest here. Does that bother you?
5: Not at all. No problem. No, no problem. You don't drink now? I do, I do. I have very strict rules on when I can drink. But you can have a drink. Um, And I have a much more balanced lifestyle now than I did before. So that's again something we look at at the safe space. It's not very realistic to think that everybody's going to be sober. Hmm.
2: Yeah, of course, yeah.
5: Um, Not very realistic at all. So it's about minimising that harm and that's uh, another thing that the safe space does quite well. Um, looking at more balanced lifestyle options, limiting use, coming up with different strategies to address their mental health or address their um, substance misuse.
1: So I guess all the people that you've worked with, all your support people that you've worked with throughout that time, they've obviously impacted you as well because they've obviously helped you so much 100%. Hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. So you must be very thankful, and hopefully these these um, people too that are without homes. Mm. Um, uh, see how I've changed that. It's very good, <laughs> and I feel better about it as well, which is really important. Um, but you you know how they must feel about you helping them must be surreal.
5: And it's the giving back aspect that you know has also helped me balance my life as well. Um, yeah, be, being able to use my experiences to help someone find housing, help someone get to the GP help someone get a mental health care plan and get to the psychologist. Um, Resume skills, going to court with people. Um, Yeah, this role really does have my head spinning a little bit because there's so much scope. The safe space, uh, as I said, has evolved. So there's 24-hour shifts, two people on shift, and they can't leave due to safety and risk. Concerns. Goodness, that's a
1: long time, isn't it?
5: 24-hour shift. Oh, sorry, yes, no, 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 24-hour rotating oh, shift. Oh, thank goodness, I'm like, I'll be asleep no, standing up. No, 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 up. no, 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 the Salvation Army don't treat people like
1: that. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. The um, little guy with the tin, he
0: would fall asleep He, Janet,
1: he, um. No, he just kept, he was awake the whole time. He was a night owl. <laughs> he was a night owl.
0: Um, so, so, okay, so there's two of you there all the time.
5: Yes, with the addition of me now. With the addition of you being okay. able to be mobile. To get out being able to go and meet people sleeping rough. Yeah. Get them into the safe space, take yeah. them to the That's doctor. So good. Um
0: I should have um I should have asked Nathan, but you might tell me how many people are actually employed in the safe space in Burnie? 4 14 14. Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh Fourteen. wowzers. Mm. And and do you have volunteers as well?
5: Mm, not at present. No. Not at present.
0: Is that something that you're considering? Definitely. Okay. Keep us in touch about that because, you know, there's something that I would be very interested in or I might be able to help um, find mm, some people that are. Um, Jean and I are uh, just talking at the moment along with uh, with a couple of other people from the local Rotary um, Club, um, Somerset Rotary, which I'm involved with. About um, Big Brothers Big Sisters bringing, uh, which is youth mentoring, and bringing that into, mm. into 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 town, which is a project that we're keen to work on. Mm. Um, Brilliant. And uh, yeah, I see some synergies in a lot of things. So, yeah. um, and and we really really must get you guys to come along and have a chat at our Rotary Club at some stage. That
1: would be a really good idea. I think it's mm. really important. I mean, I, I even – and I know a, lot, a, fair, a bit about the safe space stuff, mm. just being on council, but, you know, to actually hear you guys talk and, and, and just the, in changing our language I think is really important. So I really hope that, you know, a lot of people react to this and change the language. Well, I, and,
0: and, and and Nathan, don't take this the wrong way. You're a hard-working individual. Um, you've been successful in all the careers and everything that you, that you that, that you do. And you're the coordinator down there, but Kent, you just have just added the, like, the, you've set it up and you've you've loaded the, the gun.
1: He's added the curry,
0: and uh, and and Definitely. Kent's <laughs> fired the bullet because you've just brought yep. an absolute reality to everything that you were talking about. Why headhunted? That's why your head? Yeah, you
1: <laughs> headhunted him. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I don't blame you. He's pretty awesome. Well, oh. We're
0: actually very lucky as a community to have
5: you back here. Thank you. It's we nice really to be are. Back. Yeah, we I are. I
1: feel like we are. Yeah, are you a – what school did you go to when you were younger?
5: Bernie Primary, Bernie High.
1: Yeah, Bernie High, boy, beautiful. Mm. And Helia, excellent. What year did you
5: leave? 94, Bernie High. 96. Ninety-four. <laughs>
2: 94.
0: Right.
1: So I think
2: what I'm year you doing left. I'm just doing my math to, right.
0: to work out uh, – yep. uh, mm. yeah. I'm 88, so, but I was a Penguin High, so I'm a little bit older than you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not even mentioning mine, so let's just, let's no. just not. Because I look fantastic, so let's not ruin it for people.
5: No. <laughs> but I would love... <laughs> to, we would never ruin it. I no. would love to take you up on that invitation to Rotary. That's exactly going to be a huge part of my role. Good. Is to, you know, decrease the stigma. Yep. Uh, break down the stereotypes yep. because it does not discriminate.
0: We're always looking for very good uh, speakers and I think that uh, you... you Absolutely welcome with open arms.
1: Yeah, because we really love those stories. As Grant said at the beginning of the podcast, we love ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And you are certainly one of those people. So, you know, I think it's and it's wonderful. It's a great story. Yeah. I mean not and I mean that in the nicest way. Sort <laughs> no, a great story. You. But the way that you've risen from the ashes is an incredible story.
5: Were you living on the streets? No. Somehow I was never homeless. Only by the skin of my teeth. Couch surfing? Yes.
0: Hmm. And did you get arrested and all that type of stuff? Like, was it pretty bad?
5: Uh, there was some run-ins with the police, but yeah. no, I was never sort of um, imprisoned.
0: Yeah, that's good. Mm. Wow. What a turnaround.
1: Mm. Amazing story.
0: Did you, have you reconnected with your family? Did you lose contact with your family during that period?
5: 100%. And um, uh, some a catchphrase we use in rehab all the time is the opposite of uh, addiction is not sobriety. It's connection Connection mm. So being able to come back to my hometown All my aunts and uncles and father are here They welcomed you back Mum's not too far away on the peninsula yep. um, Oh yes, of course they did And you have siblings yeah, as well That's wonderful I do have a younger brother He lives yep. in Melbourne
0: Yep, and that's that's all good yep. That's fantastic Yep. That is really good yeah, I'm a bit flawed actually um, I know I wasn't expecting this
1: me neither. And I get really emotional at this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I do too. I'm terrible. I do too. Mm. You I can't know. help it though. I think it's just, you know, it means that you, you love what you do. But it's really, yeah, it's quite emotional because it's you've yeah, you've risen. And I think we can all learn from, from both of you with what you're doing.
0: I was I was a person without a home for a short period of time. But that's because I got kicked out by the ex wife. You and only know, lasted oh no and, and I went and lived in the caravan park. It oh was yeah, quite an experience. Mm, mm. But yeah. there's nothing like like this And I've only ever
1: I, done it When you're travelling And you, there's no Where to yeah. stay So you sleep in the train station But yeah. It's not It's you not know, because you're not Without a home I guess if you're I was If I so was like, done the CEO In a real bad mental out, state Though I could done. have
0: You know Who knows
1: mm.
0: uh, That's why I got these couches In the office Just in case you
1: got these couches so you can have just a bit of a nap <laughs> just in the case
0: day. <laughs> I'm in trouble at home. Yeah. <laughs> at home with Aaron, I've got somewhere safe. I've got my own safe space. I've created you it. You have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, no, you've really floored me, Kent. I've got to say yeah. that. Um, so thank you so yeah, much for being you. open. And um, yeah, let's um, let's swap some details at the end of this, and let's. and we will uh, get you along to the uh, Somerset Rotary Club.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. No, thank you very
0: much for having me. No, thank you. Um, Yeah, I'm seriously, really, am quite. um, And
1: he's never speechless. He's never ever speechless. Lost for words. No, never. Um,
0: And voluntary. I'm serious about that. I'd love to be able to get involved somehow.
1: Yeah, we can. We can organise that. I'm pretty sure. That's what we do. It's what we do. Pay forward. Yep. Better get our co-host back. Yeah, we better get our co-host yeah, back. Yeah, that's getting back. Right, Thank so you so much. Because
2: we've
0: got four minutes and 40 seconds left before we wind this up.
1: And we're doing the, heads, the, the um, earphone swap and the mic the, yeah, swap. Yeah, oh, incredible. It's very professional. Oh, oh shit, oh, there, there goes me the alarm. alarm. Grant's going to go turn the alarm off and we're just going to have a bit of a yak because this happens quite often. If you move a certain way or whatever, the alarm goes off. It's really quite entertaining.
3: How was that, Jay? That was uh, pretty moving, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: it was pretty moving. Like, uh, yeah, what did you think about it all? It's quite eye opening, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I think um, my background was a financial advisor, and I think until you can relate to people, it is very hard. So, for example, we, you know, if, you know, if you grew up, you know, poor, I was, I was okay. I had a scholarship to a private school, but you know, when you look around, you you see what other people have got, and you kind of go, "Gee, how do I get that?" So. I think your you voids, you know, determine your values and I think you get a lot of reward, you know, doing what, what Ken's doing. And I imagine yeah. similar to you, similar to Grant, you know, the industries you're in, what you're trying to do, it's that's your values and you're living according to your
0: values, which is great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll values see. are it's interesting.
0: Values are interesting. And I spent four years over in San Diego exploring my values um, <laughs> and learning what they were because we did. We talked about them. That's right. Time we went across for Yeah, and didn't.
1: you need to Value, as you said, values. It's what you lay everything on. But yeah. just incredible stories. I certainly wasn't expecting what came out today either. But I wasn't um,
0: expecting the fucking really alarm to go off again.
1: No, you don't let to swear. Oh, Greg. did I say F? Sorry, yes, he I does apologize. It every now and then he slips it in. <laughs> did you hear it? Didn't hear it. Did you didn't hear it? Oh, oh it's just me because I'm used to. But it.
0: I never take the Lord's name in vain. Have you noticed? That is true. Mm. Yeah. Um, no blasphemy here. Um, I've got to get that alarm fixed.
1: You really do. Have you isn't enjoyed
3: it? this, Nick? Oh, this is uh, this is fantastic. A forum where you know you can bring anyone in and it can go around the world. Anyone can watch it or listen to it anytime, place. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, we're going to get it's cameras good, so they can't watch it. Yeah, because I think
1: Let's go full Joe Rogan. Soon. I yeah. think we should, shouldn't we? I think you're right. I
0: think we should investigate this. Start yeah. getting people to fly in as well. Now yes. COVID's out.
3: Restrictions <laughs> oh, are I rising.
0: know. But the beautiful thing is I can phone anybody up.
1: Which now, is I did is email Jimmy Barnes.
0: Did you? Yeah. Did he say yes?
1: No, I'm waiting for a reply. I was talking to his manager, though, I said, we just want a small, like, even if it's a half-hour interview with Jimmy, we've made it, haven't we? Oh. We've absolutely made it, if we can get Jimmy on board.
0: <laughs> Five minutes with Nick, <laughs> I thought we made it, but, well, Jesus, we have. that would I be know. amazing if Wouldn't we could it? do that. It would be absolutely amazing. I um, know. Nick, thank you for uh, calling in and having a listen, and uh, Nick, honestly, like a... Good friend of mine, and yeah,
1: he's uh, great. I think uh, we as well back as, as a work,
0: work colleague, and uh, has listened to the show since episode number one. And
1: have you really? Since bring back the, the wrestling music,
0: please. Bring look, back the oh, wrestling music. The wrestling no, music. I, am, look, I might just sneak that in for the for the exit. But
1: we thought we might get in trouble though, because now that we've made it in Canada. <laughs> And like you know, the US—you never know. It's not know. actually our song. No, it, so it,
0: it could happen. It could happen. We might we, get into all sorts we of all, trouble. We always loved this guy, didn't we? The
1: big bad booty daddy. The yeah. big
0: bad booty daddy, Scott <laughs> Steiner. Um,
1: <laughs> when he, when you first played that, I was like, "What is going on?" I didn't realize that you love wrestling. Did you, you ever Google? Wrestling?
0: Did you ever Google him?
1: No, but I might do that later. Yeah, you need to. We need to Google him.
3: You need to uh, Google some statistics about people without homes as well, because. Uh, yes. I think we could all go home tonight and and do that. I think we'll do that. And maybe pay it forward, you know. You know, whether it's yeah. giving them the money or, or a book or helping them in, in some way or another. Absolutely. Absolutely,
1: and I felt bad, you know, about saying that. You know, someone pitched a tent up at the end of my house, but it's it's scary, you know, when you live on your own, I guess, and you've got people in your lawn. That's quite that was quite scary to me. I felt so bad that when was I jumped the only on that reason guy in the trailer. that I was scared. If they knocked on my door, I probably would have said, "I've got, I've got heaps of spare beds." So, but yeah, when it, when you're on your own and something like that happens, it can be quite scary. Yeah. But they could have been anybody. They yeah. could have been on their way walking to Ridgely and got tired and thought they'll just have a nap.
0: I just thought the tent might have blown there in the wind and just lodged no, itself on no, your front lawn. But, but that's okay. That's oh, good. Um, Well, Nick, wonderful. Thank you. For One coming thing in. before we go. Yes.
3: Something I did in COVID. Write down three things you're grateful for at the end of every day. We'll change your life.
0: Thank you.
1: Oh, I like that because normally I say I guess... Yes. To say something wise. So say that again. Say Mm. that again, Nick.
3: At the end of each day, write down three things you're grateful for. It will change your outlook on life.
1: What are your three things you're grateful for today?
3: Very grateful for Grant for having me along. Grateful to meet these gents. And how good is Australia? If you're around the world, get down to Tasmania because it's one of the most beautiful
1: parts of the world. Fantastic. I just clapped in because that's so true. It is a beautiful part of the world. uh, A big, bad boy daddy! (laughs) Calm yourself down, Grant. What are you grateful for today?
0: I'm grateful three things. Uh, I'm grateful for my beautiful three-piece tailored suit. Me too. Um, <laughs> looks good, Harvey Specter. Watch out! And my matching my matching Prada sunglasses.
1: Oh yes, very nice. Yep.
0: Um, no, I really, seriousness, I'm grateful. Um,
1: <laughs> He's actually wearing his sunglasses. You can't. See I am him now. But, yeah. um,
0: I'm. 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 I'm grateful for uh, the the company of uh, four fantastic human beings today. I am grateful for my um, the business and the opportunities it affords me to be able to pay it forward and help people in the community and uh, help my, my beautiful clients and, and do the right thing by them. And I'm very grateful for the uh, love and support of my beautiful uh, young family and partner slash fiance Erin, and my two little we girls come to and the my wedding? other two kids. Are we all yeah. invited to the wedding? Yeah, you're all invited. Excellent. Everyone's invited. Oh, got us
1: a gig, fellas. we going to the. I room. actually,
0: um, well, your tailor's going to be busy. <laughs> the Taylor's going to be busy. The tailor. um the ta- I, speaking I just, of. I'll invite the tailor. Why the hell not? Can you invite um, the tailor?
1: I just yeah, get that vision of. Remember Joey on Friends when he didn't realize that the tailor wasn't meant to cup him while he was measuring his trousers. Does anyone watch Friends? No. Yeah. Oh. Did you, you, not, do you know? You're not meant to cup the person when you're measuring. So Joey was getting measured all this time. <laughs> Taylor wasn't meant to be holding him, but anyway, continue on. Ah, uh, yes.
0: I just got it right. You just got yeah, it. Okay, got that's I'm not a, how I'm you measure someone. No, that isn't.
1: You can YouTube that episode <laughs> of Friends. I got to watch that.
0: <laughs> I got to watch that. Um, Sorry, I'm grateful. What are you grateful for, G?
1: Oh well, grateful to meet all of these guys tonight. Some I already knew, but grateful for that. Grateful to have um, the job that I have because I get to work with awesome kids every day. Young people. And that's always amazing and very grateful i guess too for the the home that i live in and, and the area that i live in and, and my family
0: that's fantastic that is yep. uh, absolutely yeah spot on yeah yep. pumped. um thank you nick once again and um, in all seriousness i nick nick um I, I tell you how good this guy is in covid i'm grateful for nick for this reason um so anyway nick and Nick's uh, company that he works for, and he has a, a a wonderful state manager named Lydia, who's just I just love her to death. I just always have since I met her. She's just the funniest, most beautiful, kind hearted. Um, woman, who's a lot of fun.
1: Big shout out to Lydia, I Lydia, think.
0: and uh, has, has heard me sing, encouraged me to get up on stage actually once in really? Cairns with a bush band.
1: Okay. Well, I've never heard that story before. No, that's with another story. Band. I think okay. I did
0: Twist and Shout by the Beatles with a country bush band. Anyway, that's another story. Um, and, and Lydia and Nick um, mailed me down a beautiful bottle of wine because we couldn't catch up and we organised a virtual wine. Oh, I love that. When we're in, a bit when like we're a house party during here. COVID. And and it was great. Yeah, yep. Because we were in lockdown before you guys were in lockdown, right? Um, so it was fantastic. So,
3: bit of a virtual mental health check. It was yeah. nothing. Nothing wrong with picking up the phone or or getting on Zoom.
2: Yeah,
3: fantastic. yeah. I
1: couldn't agree with you more. We should still do that, even though we're not in lockdown. We should still do that with our friends. We should do family just Rude for you, idea. Nick. Here we go just for you. Thanks so much, Nick, for coming over on the show with us. It's been awesome.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Holler, if you hear me!
0: get sued by the WWE and they quit holding you
1: accountable. You're <laughs> in trouble. See you guys. Bye.
3: I-